This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about the void. Avoid the noid. He yeah. ruins pizzas. He really does. But he usually Did you see those big commercials? He's back. I know. Is he back? Hunting yeah. down pizza robots. Yeah. Robots. Alright. This movie came out in 2016, <laughs> directed by Jeremy Gillespie and Stephen Kostansky, written by Kid, those same Kostansky, <laughs> written by those same two individuals, starring Aaron Poole, Kenneth Walsh, and Daniel Fathers, and other. He plays the father. Kathleen Monroe, Mike Biscov as the son, uh, Art Hindle. From other horror, older horror movies. And Detective course, John Hindle. And of course, Ellen Wong. Let's not forget about Ellen Wong. Yeah. Knives Chow herself. Chow, Knives. Yeah. Um, I'm Scott. This was your movie. Why don't you tell your history with it? So, I had never seen this before. Uh, watching it for the podcast. A co-worker... I, <laughs> I don't know so much as recommended it to me as just mentioned that he had seen it. <laughs> and it has to buy head and, and ever since then it's kind of been on my radar uh for whatever reason i i, I thought this was like a a foreign movie at first uh i mean obviously before i sat down and watch it uh but uh nope nope it is not it is american uh I, I it's did. canadian hmm? it's canadian is it yeah okay. is that why you thought it was slow I guess technically a. it is a, a technically it is a foreign film. Then. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I did know going in that there would be a touch of the uh, Lovecraftian into it, and uh, was not disappointed. Uh, but yeah, sitting down to watch this uh, just at home. Uh, the uh, as usual, I made the mistake uh, when when Halloween rolls around and we start doing or October anyway, and we start watching all these horror movies. I usually watch movies when I eat meals. Uh, as as usual, it's, it was a bad idea. <laughs> it was it <laughs> yeah. was fine. It was fine last week when we did Frankenstein. Uh, not right. not so much this week. Uh, but the <laughs> the power went out too, which really didn't add to the suspense or anything. But it was annoying. Uh, but I, worth worth mentioning that I had to uh, kind of restart watching this a couple times. Uh, with with power going out, um, I don't think that really affected my viewing. Although it did definitely extend it, uh, <laughs> you know, it felt like it. I don't. I don't think. The, I don't feel like the movie dragged out. But maybe I would have enjoyed it a little bit more if I if I had like contiguous sitting. It would have felt faster. Uh, but uh, anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's it. Just sat down and watched it by myself on on my TV. All right, Alex. Uh, same as Scott. Scott mentioned that that one of our coworkers um, 
mentioned that he watched this movie and they said we should watch it. And I said, okay. Exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool story. All right. Uh, yeah, my history was the first time watching it right now. Never heard of it. And not a fan of your coworker. Anyway. <laughs> Let's get into it. Uh, as usual, we're going to talk about seven items for the movie. Scott, lead us off. What's your number seven? Okay. So, uh, my number seven, uh, you know, kind of jumping right into the, the middle of the movie. Uh, weird, weird stuff starts happening uh, instantly in this movie, like the, from from horror, violence standpoint. Uh, mm-hmm. But there, there are uh, a number of, I thought, pretty cool shots. Um, not just for a horror movie, but just movie in general. Uh, but one that, that really stuck out to me, uh, they, they do that, that horror movie thing where at some point people have got to run to go get something and then come back <laughs> the retrieval mission as, mm-hmm. as it were, uh, you know, a pretty played out trope in this case. Um, everybody is not even really barricaded, but they're, they're holed up in a hospital. Um, and there's this, this weird group of cultists outside that's just, not letting them leave. They're not really trying to break in or anything. Um, but uh, one of the characters uh, is a deputy. Um, and his car gets... Originally, it's parked right in front of the hospital, but gets moved for, for no apparent reason. Uh, and they, they go out to the car to get his shotgun. And well, it's, it's scarier that way, Scott. It is scary that way. But yeah. they go out to get a shotgun, and uh, you see one of the, the cultists... Um, in, in the frame, sort of, and then he turns on the lights in the car, like just the, the the blue and reds, and it lights up all the cultists like standing in front of this tree line. Yeah, uh, I thought that was a really cool, creepy shot. And then they do this synchronized knife raising thing uh, that that was also uh, pretty creepy. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, that was my number seven. Just the cool shot of lighting up a bunch of uh, kind of peripheral. Not not monsters, but uh, just again these these creepy. They're all in the these weird hoods, um, and to see them all lit up that way. That was a cool yeah, shot. That's why I can't I can't watch synchronized swimming or diving or anything on the Olympics because it's just creepy. There's that, and when they they start pulling out the knives, it gets really weird. Yeah, <laughs> synchronized knife fights. Yeah, synchronized uh, NBC. <laughs> All right, Alex, number seven. My number seven, and uh, yeah, I think this was the worst part of the movie for me, and that was at the very end. Um, spoiler alert, I didn't really need to see them going through the portal, although that shot was pretty cool and ominous and, and whatnot by itself. But at the end of the movie, it just felt like uh, you just ended at the sunset. That would have been enough for me. I 100% agree. Yep. Everything you said. That's my number seven. Yeah. <laughs> Rarely are we so in full agreement on something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was unnecessary. Uh, my number seven is... Uh, I guess I appreciate that they were trying to recreate like a, the thing in some other John Carpenter movies, but don't don't try it. You're not as good as John Carpenter. That's it. I, I liked the fact that there was a thing thing esque stuff going on here, but I didn't like it. I didn't appreciate this movie at all. There, that's it. Scott number six. <laughs> all right. Uh, common problem I have in in 
a lot of movies. Uh, this was a problem for me when we did uh, uh, VHS as well. One one three eight. A lot, a lot of shaky cam, um, and then because they they were doing their their best to have all these these creatures in there without making them look goofy. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of strobing lights along with the shaky cam, mm-hmm. and it was making mm-hmm. me uncomfortable. And not from a uh, like this is creepy, but like physically, <laughs> like I it, yeah, make me a little nauseous. Um, so, so did you take not, any not surveys after you watched this movie? I did. I did not. I I, <laughs> I did head straight uh, for from my car after watching this. Um, Stiff armed one of the triangle face people. Yes, yes. I'm yeah. nauseous. I'm nauseous. Like all the knife people just looking at each other, go, "Oh, okay." Shrug <laughs> and yeah. just let them go. Yeah, no, no mute. We're expecting that codes. one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, just a little bit too much of that. Uh, we got like, a little less than I, I think would have been good. I agree. I have this higher on my list. Scott, I mean, sorry, Alex, number six. Uh, my number six is, and Scott touched upon it a little bit, uh, the goofy monster at the end. Uh, both the uh, the transformed uh, doctor and then the the giant baby. Um, I like the splatter that you can see, like when the, when the girl was just on the floor after <laughs> after you could see on her face that she's like, I've made a huge mistake, and she starts freaking out, and then it just explodes. Yeah. And you see all the, you know, the viscera and everything go all over her face and everything. That was cool. But then after you see the monsters, like, eh. Yeah. It, it's not lower on my list because I do like the monster from an, ex, uh, an artistic and design point of view. I think the monster itself, the actor in it, moves pretty well. But overall, uh, after, you know, this being the end thing in the movie, it, it just kind of fell flat a little bit. It's a bit goofy. Because okay. we already I, I, saw one hulking monster like towards the beginning, I was expecting to see something different since this was supposed to be the special birth, and it was just uh, another big gross thing. It's like oh, okay, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't think it was goofy. Um, I, I guess it was a little anticlimactic, maybe. Yeah. Uh, when you actually see it moving around, but uh... a little bit. Yeah, I didn't have as much of a problem with the baby as I had as the transformation of the doctor. I, I felt like we were yeah, on Scott's was... other movie we just did a few weeks ago where all of a sudden we have this weird red skull looking dude at the end of the movie talking to us. I don't know if that's make I forgot that space movie we watched. Oh yeah, I got, I got yeah, I got that f- feel from this yeah, guy here. Uh, what, a bit. You know the first thing I thought of actually was uh, Hellraiser. But, <laughs> but that guy was great because he wore a suit <laughs> over his tattered flesh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I get that. That still cracks too. me up. <laughs> we didn't have so. money for a full suit all the time, so we just had him wear a shirt. <laughs> that was great. All right. Uh, wait, what's, what baby was worse, this or CGI babies from Revenge of the Sith? <laughs> oh, CGI, CGI babies CGI all day. Babies. Yeah. They killed right. Padme. Uh, Oh boy, um, my number six is just you know I have beware of the triangles. Ooh, scary! Oh no, they're, they're those little cult guys outside. Those that costume did nothing for me. The triangles made almost made me laugh. Try like, <laughs> Py- Pythagorean KKK. <laughs> yeah, 
So I'm afraid of these trigonometry uh, KKK members. Um, that's it. Uh, Scott, number five. Okay. Uh, number five is, and this would have been higher on my list if not for Alex's uh, early one about the that shot that at the end of them standing in the whatever dimension, planet, wherever they were supposed to be. Because mm-hmm. um, I did enjoy that that a lot of this goes unexplained. Like you, you get that the yes, you get that the doctor had somehow found like the formula to like reach out to another plane, elder gods, whatever the case may be, um, you know, aliens, um, and that he was doing these weird experiments with some of his knowledge, but they never explain exactly how he was going about it or what he was doing. They definitely don't explain the cultists at all. Uh, other than that, the cultists wanted like whatever reward was being offered. Um, eternal life. Uh, right? I mean, that's what the doctor wanted. I guess the, the death. The, the, uh, and to get his daughter back. part of it. It's a, it's a big monster baby. Um, just general power monster or baby. whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, it, it just, they don't explain, like, how they, they got together, how the doctor gathered them all. Um, Facebook. They don't explain how he recruited the one nurse um, or how he got her to transform or whatever. Um, they don't explain really? like how the, the the main character, the the sheriff dude or the deputy, whatever he is, uh, how he's having the visions. Like, yes, it had to do with him getting the blood on him somehow. Well, see, uh, sorry to interrupt you on this one, but I think that one is a little bit explained. Remember at the end when he put his hand on the girl's forehead and then she started to freak out because she had the vision? I think the doctor might have gotten to him first after he fainted and then put some some mental stuff inside his brain. <gasps> Did he the eat doctor... his brain and gain his knowledge? Mm, I didn't think about Kinda. that. That's a good catch, Alex. I'd have to... Because the doctor, watch again, see if that was the mention... first time he has the the weird. Yeah, because the doc at the end also said, you know, this is, you know, do you want to see more of what I showed you earlier when you passed out? Or okay, something, something along those lines. So. Makes sense. That to way, me. mystery solved. Okay, but you don't. Yeah, but you never learn like what ever what the end goal of these other things are. Like yeah. why did it even help or, or what whatever the plan or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just all unexplained. It's just left on the viewer to kind of mm-hmm. infer whatever's going on. Yeah. Because so maybe it's like they find that they find the, these creatures come over like haphazardly and they find themselves in this other plane of existence and they don't know what to do. And that looks like big murder monsters to us. Yeah. Maybe. I, mean, I, I do like just any, any or when anyways. I don't automatically like a movie for this, but... Um, I do like it in in monster horror movies, where they don't have the the big explanation. Where there isn't the one character that like the, the the super smart character that explains everything, or somebody finds a book that explains everything. Like it's just the characters don't know what's going on, so the audience doesn't necessarily need to know either. So, mm-hmm. Anyway, that that's my number five. Okay, Alex, number five. My number five is this movie had a really strong start for me. I really like the start. Um, go into the creepy cabin. You already see a dead body there. Then you see the, the mysterious triangle <laughs> that Jeff loves. 
uh, on the door, the guy running out, girl gets set on fire, and then the opening credits start. And then it's like, it, it, for me, it lulled me like into a false sense of calm because, okay, the sheriff finds him. They go to the hospital. It's like, okay, they're going to spend like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes explaining all the characters, the back and forth, this and that before shit really gets started. But nope. <laughs> then the sheriff, like pretty much like 10 minutes, five, 10 minutes later, not not that long, <laughs> finds the, the head nurse plucking uh, scissors out of another patient. That's in the hospital saying, this isn't my face, and starts cutting off her face. Oh, man, that was cool. Strong start. Number yeah, five. so I well, I like that scene you just talked about, but I have the opposite. And I think about the start, because I think that's what hurt me in this movie. I could knock it into it. It's just nothing. It didn't didn't hook me. Mm. And then I was just like, ugh, ugh. It was dragging for me. It never quite hooked me, so. I, I, I wouldn't say it was... It was bored with it but i think it really picks up in the the third act yeah you may be right but it but it lost me well my my point being that like i'm I'm kind of with you in this jeff the well i don't know maybe you 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 didn't find the third act any more interesting but (laughs) at least to to alex to alex's uh point i i i think it picked up later a lot more I, th- I think I agree with you, except it had lost me. So when the third act came, I was right. barely paying attention, and it was just—it was hard for me. I wasn't paying attention, so I kind of forgot what was going on here. I didn't—I don't remember. And anyway, hmm. that's all right. Well, yeah. my number five is the acting. It's pretty goddamn awful. I, the dad, especially of the pregnant daughter, was bugging me. <laughs> yeah, he was—they <laughs> got him off the street for cheap. God. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you said you liked the, I forgot, Kim, whatever her name was. Oh, uh, she was, I mean, later on she got better, but she was just like, no, I, mean, I, I am the angsty teen. I'm just, you know, I got a computer. Why do you use an old school file? I don't know, I just bugged. Oh, I, I didn't like, like her. I get her character, mind you. I didn't have a problem with her, though. Like, uh, I, I, you, <laughs> you know, wouldn't. I still didn't, <laughs> still didn't like her. Um, and the cop, I didn't like the main guy. He did. He kind of annoyed me. The two, I guess the kid, whatever the other, he was okay because he didn't do say anything. <laughs> yeah, he didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> but the other guy with him, he kind of annoyed. I don't. I just didn't really like. Maybe I didn't like their characters, but I think more I just didn't like the people. So the acting, but it could have been the characters too. I don't know. That's my number five. Scott, what's number four? Number four is the the lower levels. Uh, I, I always like this this trope uh, where all of a sudden there's there's an additional um, space attached to a location. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, in, in, in this case, uh, you hear about how there was some fire at the hospital. You never really learned about it. But they finally go down there, and you see that oh, it's burnt out. And all of a sudden, there's another. Uh, uh, stairway down um, inexplicably um, and as they go down uh, it gets creepier and creepier um, there's some, some some real fun set design here with just like the burnt out corridor um, and that slowly changes into more of just a kind of pure gore <laughs> like typical horror kind of basement thing going on but uh, mm-hmm. it's it's all uh, pretty intense and, and well-designed. Uh, and just that them having to go down that second level 
uh, was, was again pretty freaky uh, where the the walls change all of a sudden on the, the stairway down uh, where I mean not like it changes while they're looking at it but, you, but as the, the camera pans across you can see that um, it's like a different substance on the, on the way down yeah. uh, and you can see how everybody is is understandably <laughs> nervous like even more nervous than they were already uh, so yeah I, I like that idea and then um, at the end of having to get out um, as, as they close up um, that's that's a, another uh, cool thing that that uh, doesn't get used a whole lot it reminded me of uh, House of Leaves if anybody's ever read that uh, oh, I still haven't read that but uh, yeah yeah, I like the, the lower levels all right. Make like the House of Leaves and get out of here, Scott. <laughs> All right, Alex, number four. My number four is, as Scott uh, touched upon again, is the, the closing of the portal. Um, it, uh, the sheriff, deputy, whatever, throwing himself at the doctor, going through the triangle. You know, fine. You, know, you saw that a mile away. But I really like the effect. It, it was uh, pretty simple but very effective of just the walls closing in like at first i didn't really notice it and then it got really obvious as he as the kid was running down the hall and it, it, it that took me a little bit by surprise as well and by the time he finally he makes the final jump he's no longer in the basement he's just magically in one of the hallways the the at, at the first floor of the hospital that was cool i really like that yep yeah simple yep. effective and uh yeah Pleasantly surprised me. That was awesome. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. That was decent. Um, my number four was I didn't... Uh, I appreciated the special effects. I did not appreciate a lot of the just excess body gore and horror in this. Sometimes I liked that. Sometimes I didn't. This movie, I guess I just wasn't in the mood for it. And it, it uh, turned me off. Um, you know what I'm in the mood for. Well, sometimes I am. Sometimes I am. Maybe light, light some candles, some, some wine, yeah. a little, a little body horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's true when you watch a movie, or you know you're going to watch a tense movie or a whatever. You got to be in the mood for it. And I just wasn't yeah, for yeah. this. I get it. And uh, but this, the eye stabbing scene is going to come up a little higher on my list. I did like that. So who knows what the hell? Mm-hmm. All right, Scott, number three. All right, uh, my number three. Um, was another shot that I that I really really liked. Um, it, I, I only had two problems with it. Um, so they they have the uh, the main character's wife, Allison. She's on a slab basically, um, and you see there were a couple shots of her before this uh, with the the sheet over her, make it seem like she was dead. Um, Mm-hmm. But they they kept going back to the shot of the camera kind of level with the table, so that you just saw kind of the back of her head. She's laid out on the table, and then the back of the doctor. Um, the whole thing's lit by a like a surgery. Uh, mm. I don't know lamp. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's big surgical to... spotlights. Yeah, spotlight. Um, and my. It, I thought it was such a cool shot. Um, they kept going back to it too. Uh, well, the only problem was that they did keep cutting away from it. Uh, that that was a little bit 
like annoying <laughs> to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one is that it was at that point it was blatantly obvious that it was a different actor. <laughs> like uh, just even yeah. his posture, even the posture. Um, even, I guess like at that point, you forgive the posture just because like okay, he, like he keeps talking about his his apotheosis, uh, but. The, well, good thing he's a doctor. He could take care of that himself. Yeah, just a couple of pills. Uh, but <laughs> the uh, like the voice is different. It's like okay, this is like still supposed to be the same character, right? I had to ask myself a couple times. Uh, but yeah, just it was a really cool shot. Um, the the lighting there was there was kind of this like blue tinge on everything, um, and you, you never see his face as he's going through like. A lot of exposition, <laughs> probably more than, than needed to to be given, um, mm-hmm. and and I think you know Jeff was talking about acting. I thought she was great, like when she's on that table, <laughs> and yeah. like, completely helpless, um, and they keep having these close up shots, like um, when they're not doing that that table shot of just her face, um, and yeah, she's sufficiently I thought freaked out um, and emotional. Uh, Anyways, See, I, I, I thought the makeup on her was good, but I didn't think she was doing anything special. What, what do you mean? Makeup? Like they're putting her veins and stuff as she would. We're talking about the same. The girl that was on the table the whole time, right? When he was explaining everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, when I finally saw that last shot, it was like, oh, shit. She's been dead the whole time since she's been down there. At least that's what I got from it. I didn't get that, but I wasn't fully involved so <laughs> that was something that they didn't explain like and I maybe could have used a little bit of explanation was um, like at what point was she actually dead versus like or still be, like herself versus like what she got turned into like that that was a little confusing um, but uh, yeah anyways I, I really like that shot <laughs> I mean, kind of, kind of digress there. Mm-hmm. All right, Alex, number three. My number three is I love all the practical effects in this film. I love when horror yeah. does practical uh, CG. I don't think is still at the point where CG gore, CG horror stuff like that is believable. Uh, it, whenever I see it, I, it's blatantly obvious to me, anyways, and it's like, eh, you know. But when it's like a real puppet, a real, you know. The, they're throwing out rubber guts and stuff covered in uh, uh, red syrup and everything, real viscera that the actors have to react to. Uh, it's just a whole lot better, especially for a horror movie. So I really appreciated that. Horror. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, all right, on to my number three, which is... I lost it. Where'd it go? Oh, I think Alex meant, or no, Scott mentioned this earlier. Uh, I couldn't see what was going on, and that bugged me. Not a, like, let alone they're leading stuff ambiguous, and you're trying to figure out what's going on. But when I can't even see what's going on because of the flashing and the dark and some quick cuts, eh, not a fan. Scott, number two. Yeah. Yep. Uh, number two is uh, Jeff. You said you weren't feeling any of the well, inspiration homage here. Uh, but I really like the. I don't know if these were direct nods, but uh, there's there's a lot of carpenter and, and I have the the, the three C's: uh, carpenter, Cronenberg, and Cthulhu. <laughs> um, 
so the carpenter stuff um, is certainly the thing comes to mind with with the creatures um, mm-hmm. and like the weird appendages and things that you kind of see um, on, on a few of them. Uh, the Cronenberg, just the pure body horror that's going on here, uh, along with uh, some of the hospital stuff. Uh, and then Cthulhu, because, well, that's kind of where the mythos is leading toward, that that he's he's reached out and found some, some kind of elder god, <laughs> something older than, than, did you say time, or, mm-hmm. or, or, or whatever he says, existence? Uh, Dormammu. So there's definitely that, that whole Lovecraftian vibe to this. And then, uh, as honorable mention, I have lowercase, lowercase Clyde Barker just because of the actor switch of, of the, the main villain. Um, it's, uh, and, and well, actually, that, that makeup reminded me a lot of like other Clyde Barker stuff, too. If you've ever seen like Wishmaster or something like that. Uh, <laughs> it's goddamn Wishmaster. But, <laughs> that should go on the list next yeah. Halloween. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, I did like uh, that they did go in that direction. That they, it wasn't a, it wasn't a biblical thing. It wasn't about hell. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't aliens. It was just some unexplainable, uh, like being or beings that that the the doctor had managed to to reach out toward, and all the other stuff. And then uh, other carpenter stuff was just kind of like kind of a, a assault on precinct thirteen kind of thing, except. The cultists were never really trying to break in until the very end. <laughs> so not quite the same, but they were basically mm-hmm. all stuck in that hospital. You know, everybody's at each other's throats, understandably. Uh, so that's my number two. All right, Alex, number two. My number two is, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, that bit of a the psychological scene that they have in the... Um, with with the father and the son, that was really freaking cool. When all of a sudden the kid's walking down the hallway and he starts seeing all oh, pictures from his family home, and it, it, all of a, t- a sudden it's daytime in the living room of just this normal house, and uh, it, the dad starts attacking him because he's not in his right mind. And I love that that's like a bit of um, how it's background storytelling. It doesn't overtly tell you what ha- the history that happened went, you know, with these two, with the father and the son. It doesn't, you know, there's no monologue explaining what happened to them. They kind of just mention it offhand that they've survived like stuff like this before, and this all kind of tells like visually a story of kind of you could piece together yourself what happened, especially when you when you see the dad like grab that baby booty covered in blood, you know, put, uh, uh, when he drops it. Uh, earlier, so I love that. I love that scene a lot. I don't even remember that. It's <laughs> <laughs> goddamn it, Jeff. Seriously, I, I told you that this movie did not get me, and I checked out. Um, all right, sounds good. <laughs> My number two is the eye stabbing scene. So. It, that was pretty cool. As Alex mentioned earlier, it happens sooner than I would expect for a movie like this, where all of a sudden they're, what's she doing over there? Oh, no, it's a scissor. Oh, now she's peeling her face off. Cool. I did like that. So there you go. That's a positive. Stabbing eye. 
Scott, number one. Uh, number one is the mistake room. So they're on the lower levels. Uh, after uh, the doctor gives the exposition about how he's made mistakes and in the past and that some of them are still hanging around in the, the lower levels here and were actually the reason for the fire. Um, and this whole time that they've been, the, the other group has been making their way down and they find that room and at first it just seems like a bunch of mutilated bodies uh, and all of a sudden they start moving around uh, there's just a, a lot of uh, great uh, like monster uh, makeup and, and effects here, uh, creature creature stuff. Uh, the uh, particular <laughs> uh, of note was the the one that kept jamming its head on the <laughs> on the pole, whatever. Is that uh, a hole in its head? bastard. Yeah. Yeah, but that was super cool. Uh, yeah. and then just, they all get up and move, start moving and they're all, you know, just kind of a, it turns into like a general kind of freak show, but, uh, cause this is thriller. Yeah. There's a lot of like work that went into that and, uh, you know, for, for just that one scene. And eventually you, you get to the other one that that's like the, the Volto, <laughs> the, the one that like we're watching his hands backwards. <laughs> Voldo. <laughs> I get it. Uh, you know, but yeah, just a lot of uh, really cool creature shots. Like, you, I, 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 I got the the impression that that was their, like, that that was the the scene that they really wanted to <laughs> like mm-hmm. like spend all their time on. Uh, I mean, not 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 that anything else was really that lacking, uh, but yeah, that that scene uh, was the I think the the best of the horror that the movie had to offer. Agreed. At least as a, yeah, as a movie. Really, yeah, really cool, fucking creepy. And that's the one where I knew that shit was going to happen, but I still was like, oh, I can't wait. It's like, oh, man, shit's going to come alive in here, and I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alex, number one. Now, my number one is I liked the Eldritch Elder God horror in this. The looming... Um, unknowing dimensional whatever thing that's kind of controlling maybe not controlling things uh i i like that just just some ambiguous horror that's just way too too big or too uh ambiguous or mysterious or whatever for human comprehension number one (laughs) okay (laughs) Um, like like going to bed early so you can be alone with your thoughts. Mm. Horrifying. <laughs> Nobody Horrifying. wants that. Yeah. Especially your thoughts. Ooh. Oof. <laughs> it's got the carnival of horrors in there. <laughs> uh, my number one is just all the practical special effects. Um, it's 2016. Very few t- people will do that. And I appreciated it. I mean, I don't even know how much CGI there would be except for like going through the portal or whatever and then whatever the hell happened when they were in the other dimension with the pyramid mm-hmm. docking I don't know mm-hmm. what the fuck was going on there <laughs> the aliens were French <laughs> they're French baby <laughs> so I'm, I'm, oh, I didn't even think about that there you go I'm, I just thought of that right now <laughs> also uh, 
Smelly pits and all. Py- pyramid docking sounds like a an ambitious sexual maneuver. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, you got to be double jointed to pull it off. <laughs> and there needs to be three people. Yeah. Whoa. Um, but yeah, this the practical effects with all little mo- all little monsters we already talked about and and the stabbings and the whatever the clavin all that stuff. So <laughs> that's it. Uh, any honorable mentions? Uh, nope. Uh, just again, I'm I'm <laughs> always happy to see Ellen Wong pop up in something. Yeah, me too. Sure, I don't even know who she is, but glad she was in this for you guys. <laughs> yeah, the only non-white person in this movie. So there you go. There it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's time to rate it. As usual, we rate on a scale of one to seven. One being absolute garbage. Seven being perfection. Scott, what do you give this movie? Okay. Uh, this is this is tough. Uh, I I think this is a, a very solid like kind of indie horror flick. Um, it, it definitely felt professional like it did, this didn't feel like uh like schlocky really at any point um so uh i'm on the strength uh, of the can uh, i interject right there i don't think it felt schlocky but i definitely it felt independent to me it didn't feel mm-hmm. i mean like the, just the, the fact that the hotel or the hospital is empty yeah, no, the, the there's certain, for... yeah, no, there, there's definitely hallmarks of, of, of something indie here. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I just meant it didn't feel like... I, I, like I'm trying to think of a good analog here. Um, like, I don't know, it's like the same level of quality as, as like, like we, we mentioned VHS earlier. Um, but that also uh-huh. definitely felt very indie, but... Um, also full of white it, people. It didn't, didn't feel, yes, very much so. Like, mm-hmm. I never trust brunettes. Uh, that's what that, that that whole analog or that whole anthology was about. Yeah, but she likes you. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, the uh, based on like creature effects, um, yeah, I and the Cthulhu stuff. I, I mm, that was tough. Uh, I'll, I'll give it a four. I'm probably not in a huge rush to watch this again, but I would recommend this to people. Okay. Alex? It's a five. It's a strong five uh, on the strength of the uh, creature effects, the gore, Eldritch Horror, and uh, Ellen Wong. (laughs) All right. Uh, Two for me. This movie is crap. (laughs) Ah, Jeff. Sorry. We'll, We'll find something you like in one of our lists one of these days. You guys have, just not lately. Yeah, there it is. There it is. All right. Well, what's our crossover list, Scott? Uh, our top five uh, hospital scenes uh, or hospitals. Uh, Too depending late. On, depending on how things go. No, it's uh, scenes. It's scenes now. Uh, we, we, we forgot to tell you, Alex. We changed it back to hospitals. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, so I'll start. Um, the, the very first thing I thought of was... Scrubs, <laughs> some of my 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 all time favorite TV shows, uh, and I, I could have picked a lot of different scenes, but 
Um, I only wanted to do one, and so I picked something that is from the first or second season, uh, but it, it's basically um, the sequence where uh, when, rare sequences where one of JD's patients dies, um, and then he he launches into his you know for anybody that's watched the show, he kind of launches into his fantasy world and it turns into this it's kind of big musical number with with all of the cast and they. It changes up the set of the hospital, um, and the whole thing's very, you know, the whole thing only lasts like, I don't know, maybe like two minutes, uh, but the whole thing is is, is very poignant, um, and uh, it, it really gives the, the cast the chance to kind of do something a little different, um, and uh, yeah, it's just something that, that stuck with me. If anybody's ever watched Scrubs, um, you, you know what I'm talking about, so that's my number five. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Alex number five. I do know what you're talking about because my five is also from Scrubs. Uh, one of my favorite sitcoms of all time. Uh, this one, to keep it in the Halloween theme, <laughs> I, I, I chose the scene where uh, JD and uh, Turk were making their own little horror movie in the hospital with Dr. Acula. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, uh, I will say that I heard that joke first from Mitch Hedberg. Um, I don't know if that's what inspired the the writers, showrunners for whatever from Scrubs to doing the Doctor Acula also in their own take. Uh, but they're both good. Yeah. R.I.P. R- Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, R.I.P. All right. Uh, I've never seen Scrubs, so I can't comment. I've heard good things. I'd probably hate it. All right. Um, <laughs> I mean, we both like it, so that's probably your answer. But. Yeah, odds are. Um, I had a hard time. I can't get five. I'm trying to figure out which one to leave off. I have six good ones, but we'll just start here. Six is uh, good. Uh, number five is from Rocky Two. Oh. And, uh, you okay. know, Adrian is in the hospital because she lifted too much cat food while she was pregnant or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, she's she's in a coma, and you know Rocky won't leave her bedside. And then she wakes up, and then she just says, "Win." And then Mickey goes, "What are we waiting for?" I just love that. And then the the dong, the bell the ch- the bell hits, and the montage begins. It's it weird before that when uh, Mick said, "If she dies, she dies." <laughs> So, Adrian, the cause of and ending to all montages. You know, the, there's there's another. <laughs> Damn, yeah, you're right. I never thought of that. <laughs> there's another kind of kind of fun scene at the very beginning of two when when they're like in wheelchairs <laughs> in the hospital. It could be the... no rematch. Oh, yeah. Apollo and Rocky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. Um, all right, that's my number five, Scott. Uh, my number four. Sorry, four. Yeah. Uh, is from the the Dark Knight. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hans, Bubby, I'm your Dark Knight. Um, <laughs> so you have the the scene with uh, Two Face back in the hospital, and you, you see his well, the second face. Uh, but more to the point, uh, just all the super weird shit with Heath Ledger when he's in the, the kind of caddy striper <laughs> nurse's outfit, uh, him just kind of doing this weird hop skip. Uh, before he blows up the hospital, 
<laughs> the fact seen. that Harvey doesn't recognize it's the Joker until he takes the takes the face mask off, even though you can clearly see his painted face. That's mm-hmm. what always mm-hmm. cracks me up. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. But yeah, just so that like him, him in the, the nurse outfit is is become somewhat iconic. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's my number four. All right. Very good. Alex, number four. My number four is from Airplane. Yeah. I believe this is one of the flashbacks where you see uh, what's his face with the drinking problem. He's he's painting quite <laughs> the elaborate picture. This is, this <laughs> Only is from, to find this, out. This is from two, right? No, this is from one. I don't even remember what you guys are talking about. So uh, You don't? Keep going. I'm, I'm not sure where you're going. Yeah, he's 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 painting this picture of a soldier that has a machine gun and his leg is for whatever reason up over his behind his head while he's standing on one leg and he's carrying a baby away from an exploding helicopter or jeep or whatever. Uh, turns out that <laughs> he just turns over. He looks over the canvas and goes, "Hey, we're gonna need a minute. Why don't you take five? <laughs> and you actually see some dude in all like camos and get up inside the hospital and he takes his leg from behind his head <laughs> and he puts down the gun and the baby to go take a break. Ah, uh, that's gold. Oh, and also the that one guy that thinks he's Ethel Merman. <laughs> you'll be swell. You'll, you'll be, be great. great. <laughs> Gonna have the whole world on a plate, dude. <laughs> uh, airplane, all timer. It is. All right. Well, my number four. I'm taking two scenes, and these are sci-fi fantasy hospitals, and it'd be from Empire Strikes Back, where oh, Luke is in a God. diaper and the back Damn, to tank. Yeah, back to tank. Or at the end of the movie where he's getting his new hand. Both are. Hey. My uh, my first introduction to space hospitals. I don't know. I just always love the hand and the and the and Luke in the diaper and the back to tank. There it is. Noise. Empire. Scott number three. Uh, My number three is from Kill Bill. Um, So uh, there's some horrible stuff that set this up. (laughs) <laughs> Since I've yeah. seen, yeah. I don't really want to go over. Um, but when she does wake up, um, and ah, oh, it's 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 pretty brutal. When she like taps the side of her head, you can actually hear like the clanking mm-hmm. <laughs> the metal plate that's in her head now. Um, she realizes her leg doesn't work. Her legs don't work. Uh, there's no her idea. Baby's that, gone. Yeah, she, she, yeah. Again, and then yeah. Worst of all, um, she realizes she's no longer pregnant. Um, she has no idea, like, obviously she recognizes that she's in a hospital room, but otherwise she has no idea, like, where she is or what, what's really going on. Um, but, uh, what, what, remind me, what, what reminds her of everything that, that Buck did? I think she just remembers her coma dreams. Yeah. But, like, uh, she has a flashback what, of saying. Okay. At, at any rate, the guy that's, that's yeah. been violated, violating her gets his, uh, his comeuppance. Oh, uh, he sure shit does. Um, and then uh, she uh, steals the <laughs> the keys to the pussy wagon, mm-hmm. and uh, we get sent on that uh, <laughs> the the perfect excuse for um, close ups of her feet, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, classic Tarantino style, and then an anime sequence. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, the bride waking up in the hospital. Number three. There it is. 
I like how she looks at her hands and she knows how long she's been out. That was cool. That's right. Yeah, she reads the lines in her hands. Yeah, forgot about that. Uh, Sorry, I was muted. Alex, number three. (laughs) My number three is uh, just a phenomenal movie. I haven't seen it in years because it's just really fucking sad. It's One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest at the very end when the chief finally takes the, the drinking fountain, whatever. After he smothers his best friend because he's been lobotomized, smashes through the wall and escapes. Uh, so that, that's higher my list. I was I was not going to say any of that. I was just going to say like for those that have seen it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. St- statute limitations. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it was a little bit weird in the director's cut where he throws the machine back through another wall because he forgot his hat and then he picks it back up and then he starts running again. Hmm. Simpsons or something? I don't yeah, know Simpsons. That. okay. that's right. Damn right, it's the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot my hat. <laughs> there it is. All right. Well, my number three is the same as Scott. It's Kill Bill. Um, he pretty much nailed everything there. Uh, I, the think, fun, the, I think she got nailed. <laughs> the the coup de gras of him slamming is with the door, like, fight off a few times. It's pretty gnarly. Buck likes to fuck. There it is, and yeah, go escaping in the in the wagon and moving her tail, her toes, and <laughs> all that stuff. And the cartoon is that the cartoon? While well, she's doing that, you see the cartoon of Oren, Oren Ishii, right? Mm-hmm. Half Chinese, half Japanese. Oh, what a species! <laughs> God. Yep. All right, uh, Scott number two. Uh, number two is uh, from something we did for last Halloween, uh, or last October, in, in our October Horror-a-thon. Uh, and that would be The Fly, uh, the the birthing sequence uh, with, with Gina Davis and, uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but uh, she basically uh, gives gives birth to something that isn't a baby. And it's well, technically, I think it's a baby. Technically, well, not a human baby. Not a human and, baby. And, I'll uh, tell you that much. The whole thing is is <laughs> um, it's a classic scene, and it's it's ugh, it's it very much uh, gets under your skin. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, speaking of Cronenberg uh, and 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 body horror, so yeah, the yeah. fly number two. Very cool, Alex number two. Speaking of Simpsons, uh, the Springfield Hospital where Homer gets his coronary, coronary artery bypass graft. <laughs> the operation is done by Dr. Nick because it'll do any operation for, what was it? Uh, uh, like four ninety five, ninety nine, ninety five. 99 95 It's like, hey, we can afford that. And the fact that he's in the middle, he's got Homer's chest open, and he doesn't know what to do next. And it's up to poor, poor Lisa. She's got so much on her shoulders. <laughs> she has to bang on the glass and say, you got to make the incision below the the blockage. <laughs> Thanks, little girl. <laughs> then Dr. Nick uh, performs the operation. It's successfully, I might add. You went to Hollywood Upstairs Medical School, too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he tries to remember the procedure and just remembers his college days. <laughs> He's like, seriously, baby, I can prescribe anything I want. Oh, man. Classic. All right. 
My number two is from The Godfather. And, well, technically, I don't know if he's in the hospital. It's some kind of rest home, but I'll call it a hospital. Yeah, I'll allow it. Yeah. When the the police are going to (laughs) come. They've they've cleared all the goons out, so the other goons can come in and kill the head goon. Right, right. (laughs) And then Michael shows up just in time and moves him around, and then him and the bakers. I I forgot all about that. That's a great scene. I'm standing outside. Hold hold your hand. Put your hand in your pocket like that. Yeah. And the scene where you find out like the baker's shaking like crazy, and Michael's cool as a cucumber, steady as a, steady as a something or other, Ste- steady as a zucchini, solid as a rock, <laughs> steady as a zucchini. So yes, The Godfather. Uh, Alex, or sorry, Scott, number one. Uh, number one is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. All, all the stuff Alex was talking about. Mm-hmm. A, a a gut punch, as as we like to say. <laughs> Good uh, show, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Alex. Number one. Uh, my number one is from a video game. Uh, Arkham Asylum. From the Xbox 360 era. Man, what a great game. Uh, but uh, specifically, I really okay. remember the only part where I was like really terrified and scared out of my mind was when you have to go <laughs> into the cell of Killer Croc. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much just like rafts and water and you don't know when he's gonna pop up to to like freaking eat your ass oh my gosh that was tense i hate sequences like that in games it's like yeah like, as much as i love <laughs> like, like resident oh evil my f- gosh as much as i hate I, I love like resident evil 4 i'm like every time i got to the lake part i'm like fuck yeah like, i hate this <laughs> fucking monster <laughs> you gotta swipe at the rope with your knife uh, but yeah, that Killer Croc sequence really sticks out in my mind. Cool, nice one. Yeah, the whole game. Have, have, mm-hmm. I, I, I doubt you have Jeff, but uh, Alex, have you played Resident Evil Two Remake? No, I haven't played any of the remakes. Okay, in the, in the, in the two remake, there's another. There's a sequence like that. Ugh. It's like the most. It's like the worst part of the game. <laughs> Jeebus, like as far as like how intense it is, it's just like. Uh... Yeah, I don't know if I can go back and play the remakes now. It's too. It's too. The the graphics are too good now. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. you know, just because we're talking about horror in general, the so without spoiling anything, in, in the original Resident Evil two, uh, Mister X shows up, Mister X, and you run away from him, and you basically once you get into like a a load, so you load from one room to the to the other because it's like an old PlayStation game. Mm-hmm. And then he's basically gone. Like yes, that is he gotta hit, like train the zone. Yeah, that that <laughs> is not that is not the case in the remake. I'll just leave oh, it at that. Jeebus. X gonna give it to you. Yeah, what? Gonna what? Give it to yeah. You. X gonna give it to you. <laughs> R.I.P. Another R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. What? <laughs> All right. Well, my number one. Yeah. What's your number one, yeah, Jeff? Jeff? What is your number? Hey. One? Is Star Trek for the Voyage Home when they're in modern day oh, yeah. 80s and all the, the comic relief of, by God, man, drilling holes in his head's not the answer, and all that Goddamn stuff. Goddamn Spanish given, Inquisition. Yeah. And given, <laughs> doctor gave me a pill and I got a new kidney. And all that <laughs> comedy <laughs> gold. What, what's, what's, what's your name and rank? Pavel Chekhov. Captain. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Captain or Admiral? I, I think he's Push. a captain by that point, right? He's a captain, yeah. 
Captain. When they're pushing him out of the the operating yeah, room and he's what's wrong? He's, wasn't he a girl first? <laughs> One minor mistake. Jeebus. <laughs> <laughs> so, Star Trek Four. All right. Any honorable mentions? Uh, I, I was I misread my notes because I was going to originally say my number one was Revenge of the Sith, uh, jokingly, and then change it to <laughs> CJ babies. But uh, yes, uh, Revenge of the Sith, uh, where Padme dies of poking apart from Doctor Ball. Is that it's not Doctor Ball? Is it? <laughs> Doctor Ball. It's just a. Uh, I think it was uh, Doctor Spichemin. <laughs> it was Uva, Uva. And then uh, other honorable mentions. Speaking of uh, Zucker Brothers, mm-hmm. the, uh, the the hospital scene, the naked gun. Oh where, damn! Where yeah. Drebin stops the the assassin from from assassinating uh, <laughs> Nordberg. <laughs> the best part is when the the, the doctor throws the pillow, <laughs> and he puts on his face like he got hit by acid or something. Like that. Like, oh, no! He's holding onto his face like a cat or a dog. Yeah, or something. That was a, awesome. Such a stupid gag, but Leslie Nielsen like, totally sells he it. Sells it. Yeah, man. Gold. Okay. Any other honorable mentions, Jeff? Well, I had Dark Knight, which you already said, and then um, Halloween Two. Which I haven't seen in a while, but I remember that being kind of scary. And I guess you go back and watch it. I'm, not, I'm sure it's not nearly as good as the first one, but I go back and see it. I remember the hollow. She's right in the hospital the whole time after the first one, and Jason's her? coming after her. Or not Jason, uh, Michael Myers. <laughs> Maybe Jason, too. I'm not sure. <laughs> Do you think I'm horny, baby? <sighs> then he stabs somebody. That was, that was my favorite joke from. Uh, uh, God damn it! The Edgar Wright. Oh, so I mar- so I married an ex murder. No, the Edgar no. Wright movie with the call the car chases. Uh, baby driver. Uh, baby driver. PGI baby driver. Where they, <laughs> yeah. they they rob the bank and the one guy shows up with the the Austin Powers mask. He <laughs> <Yeah, you laughs> oh. Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> All right. Well, with that it's time for Alex knows sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball. Uh, let's turn to uh, local sports uh, for That's... for this episode. So, um, so the sport of handball has been around from since time immemorial uh, okay. in playgrounds across America. And uh, I used to play handball a lot. You guys play handball a lot? As a, of course, as a kid, yeah. But but yeah. we did it with like the giant, like spiky yellow balls. We didn't have the actual handballs. Oh dang. Well, we had the yeah, we had the nice red, like uh, rubber balls, and apparently, yeah, it's still raging in schools because I talk to my kids about it. That's all they talk about when they come home from school. All the, and so I I learned that they still use a lot of the same moves, but they have drastically different names. It's it's, <laughs> man, I, I don't like. I hope somebody like I don't want to do it because it would be work, but <laughs> I, I hope somebody would like would do a study on this to see how like the. The lexicon changes over time. Like I think that'd be interesting. Yeah, like uh, Adrian Vate from uh, what you would call it, uh, fucking Watchmen. The Watchmen. <laughs> he uses the handball terminology to predict what stocks to buy and become yeah. rich. <laughs> Anyways, here's a list of names of handball moves. Now <laughs> you can ask about some of them, or, but or, I don't remember what all of them so, are. So let it, let Alex let let us guess yes. like what what the actual move is. Okay. 
Okay, uh, first one is Dead Man's. Dead Man's would be when you, like, you you chop under the ball so that it just barely hits the wall. Uh, no. It's when you hit the ball close to the wall and really low. Okay, yeah, that's that's basically what I was thinking. Uh, there's babies. Okay, wait. Now add to this. What was that? What was that called when you were in school? I don't remember that. I just remember we had low riders, but you can hit that from wherever. I don't, I don't know if low riders sounds like. Um, you what, hit what, it, what did we call it? It would it would have been. I know if it hit at the exact the wall on the ground at the exact same time, those were pops. Yeah, pops, poppers. <laughs> no pops. <laughs> no pops. You're out. Okay, well, I got a big list, so I'll just go through the list, and then whatever. Okay, sorry, <laughs> you stop me because we got yeah, we got dead man's, we got babies, we got fake babies, rockets, fireworks, CGI babies, yeah, <laughs> body block, birthdays, uh, black magic, black, black magic, magic, yes, <laughs> yeah, black magic is still around. Yeah, uh, popcorn popper, typewriters, oh. cherries, watermelon seeds, punchies, outs out. Outer sides, uh, underdoggies, and overdoggies. I can't believe Black Magic is the one that survived. <laughs> Wait, what, about our, <laughs> what about Americans? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's not on there. No, I no. think that might be the same as Punchies. What about, but I don't think so. Uh, cross Countries? Nope. Waterfalls? And I think that's what Black Magic turned into. No. Like, Waterfalls you couldn't like do on purpose. It was like... If it, like, hit the top and, like, came down in, like, a weird way. Like... Yeah, if it had enough, like, backspin, it would yeah, drop st- yeah. straight down. So they don't do what, because uh, Brian's kids were playing that a couple years ago. And I went over there, and I just hit it really hard. So I hit it properly. You know, I hit the ground first and hit the wall, but it went really far. And Charlotte goes, hey, Uncle Jeff, no John Cena's. <laughs> <laughs> and I was great. like, What? Hey, you'd, no think, you'd, you'd think that the, the John Cena's would have replaced like the Black Magic because you couldn't no, see because yeah, you can't see it. I'm doing. I'm waving the hand in front of my face right now. But. Yep. <laughs> um, or like the magic. '80s equivalent would be the, the Hulksters or something. I don't know, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm glad I can't remember all of it because I'm pretty sure there was like one or two that were like not politically correct. <laughs> yeah. That's funny though, but the yeah, like the kids just somehow. <laughs> yeah, so now I can't I can't wait to talk to my grandchildren about it. <laughs> it's like, oh, what were the names? And I'll keep this list for my kids. Did we say sliders? No, what was that one? Sliders was when like you you would hit it hard, but you would also undercut it. So like the so you hit it low, so like the bounce back would be like super low. Oh, okay. Like, that was an illegal like movie. Jerry O'Connell. Like, that... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jerry O'Connell, yes. That's right. Wow, Jeff, I'm surprised. <laughs> of the three of us, can't believe you're the, you're the one making me uh, the sliders reference. Yeah, it's a sliders joke. <laughs> like just I didn't goes watch syndicated dimension. TV as a child. Get out of here. Uh, that's, uh, see, slider, sliders was illegal. Sliders. There, there's always, like, those one or two kids that that's, they would specialize in that, and I, I hated playing against those guys. Mm-hmm. See, I think that's what babies turned into. I think. I so you think hit it, the, but then it would bounce back really shallow. 
But then there were fake babies when you were faking doing a baby, but then instead you hit it really hard. It sounds like the kids just want the game to be played very easily. Just hit the ball right back to me. That's all <laughs> yeah, I'm going to play this yeah, game. Pretty much. <laughs> the, really, the only move that was like super fucked up was the cross country. That that was the one where you hit because the the courts were just a wall, right? Like there were no yeah. It was just it wasn't three walls. It was just one wall, right? So mm-hmm. if you if you hit it at an angle, like <laughs> it would be impossible to get to it, like. That, oh, okay. That was yeah. the one move like that that I that I think should be punishable by death. <laughs> String them up at the tetherball yeah. courts. They did cross country. Yeah. Capital mm-hmm. right. It's time for Neum News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Okay. Uh big surprise when talking about a couple Marvel things. Uh, what? I know. Uh so uh Black Widow is on Disney Plus now. Oh, I mean, it was, but now it's on the, just the regular non-premium uh, version. It's premium, dude. <laughs> premium. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I finally got to, to watch that. Um, I I thought it, it was it was fun. Uh, not in my upper tier of, of Marvel movies. Um, I don't know that it could be considered a, a proper send-off. Uh but there, there's some fun stuff going on here uh, that, that's kind of away from all the other MCU stuff. And they, they go out of their way in this movie to talk about how she's an Avenger, but not <laughs> but not bringing in any of the other Avengers. Uh, and, and it does fill in a couple of small gaps that we didn't really need filled in, but uh, fills in a couple of small gaps about what she was doing and like why... Her hair even changed between. Civil War between Civil War and uh, Infinity War, yeah, um, and like what happened to her because she basically kind of I don't portrays the right word, but um, she basically um, switches sides um, at the end of uh, Civil War, and we never really find out like what consequences there were for that. Um, she just shows up with Steve Rogers in, uh, yeah, in Infinity War. So, um, yeah, o- overall, uh, there, there was some good stuff in it. Um, the, the core group of actors was really good. Um, David Harbour kind of steals the show here. He's a little goofy. Uh, but uh, the, the sister, Florence Pugh, uh, was also really good. Um, and then you know, Rachel Weisz. Uh, the number one new show. Hmm? <laughs> Miami Vice. No, 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 no. That's the the spinoff, <laughs> Rachel Vice. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was fun. There, there was the um, I guess kind of spoiler. Um, there's the the stinger at the very end, which I did not know about, uh, and I was surprised that it ties into Falcon and Winter Soldier. Hmm. Uh, so, um, yep. I I say if you're in the MCU stuff, uh, watch it. Uh, it is well, one thing I'll say about it, it is very much kind of like standalone. You you do have to have watched like most of the other Marvel stuff to get all the references, but like this one doesn't really have much of an impact on the, on the rest of the universe, at least not yet. Maybe maybe some of the stuff at the end, 
Um, but uh, I think that's what has the best thing going for it. I kind of like having these last couple movies be standalones and not have. Yeah, like no, I, I definitely no, so I, I I definitely don't have a problem with it. Um, so, yeah. Let me ask you this, Mister Marvel. <laughs> um, where does Endgame fall for you as when you're Marvelous? Would that be your top, middle, bottom? It, it's top. It's it's just such a power top. Like yeah, it's definitely a power top. Uh, it, it's just such a, a spectacle that it's kind of like it kind of is its own thing. <laughs> yeah. Like even even the rest of these movies being all like. Like, like that. Like this one is, is almost like, you know, just the end of this grand experiment. Um, so, but so I, I mean, obviously, I, I love that movie. But the more I think, I, I don't the more I watch it. I don't watch that movie anymore. I just it has great moments, and I put on the moments. But the movie itself, I kind of find, eh, compared. To like I think Infinity War is a much better standalone movie. If I'm going to put on a movie. I'm going to put on an Infinity War or Civil War or Winter Soldier or Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think and Endgame is definitely between between that and Infinity War is definitely the more flawed movie. Um, and Infinity War, like, did did something really interesting uh, where the the hero of the movie is is actually the villain, yeah. um, and he and he wins. Like, and you mm-hmm. you know even though we all knew all these characters, most of them anyways. We're coming back. It was still, you know, they still managed to like, at least me, like make me like care, you know that that end sequence was was. Uh, yeah, was but it's not even flawed. I just think yeah, it's just not. If if I was the rank and the movies by themselves, Endgame would probably be in the middle somewhere. Interesting. But if I was the rank scenes, probably some of my t- three of my favorite scenes from all time in MCU would come from that movie. It's just I I just felt the first half of the movie or whatever is just yeah we still we know they're coming back we're still I don't know for some reason I just don't like it as much as the other ones so but I still like it I mean it's still up there it's just as I've gone back now if I'm flipping through Disney Plus to put on a Marvel movie like in the background I won't put on Endgame but sometimes I will put on Endgame and just go straight to the uh, assembly. Uh, yeah, right before Assemble. But yeah. <laughs> and then I love every second of it, and it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, back back to Black Widow's school. Uh, what what did you think of it, Jeff? I know, Alex, have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Uh, what did you think of it, Jeff? Yeah. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, it's just different. That's uh, It's not, obviously, we're going from defeating Thanos and every space creature known to man with everyone teaming up to back to just the spy thriller stuff. And so... Yeah, I really dig it. I think that was the, the one problem I had with with this is that it was actually very light on the on the the spy stuff. Um, it was more of just like a pure action movie, which is fine. But the whole thing is that she's right. a spy, and up like, there's a couple points where she does it, but for the most part, it's just her like in a, in a bunch of action sequences. Um, so I don't I like know, it. maybe I need like a little bit more from. Kind of like what they did in, in uh, Winter Soldier, where it's more like a political thing. I don't, I don't know, but yeah, I, I, it didn't feel as much of like a, a spy thing to me. Yeah, I think yeah. I agree with that. But I still liked it. I would say I like Shang Chi more, but I still enjoyed it. 
Yeah, I, w- I would also say. Oh, damn, I still have to watch that. You haven't seen Shang-Chi yet, Alex? Yeah, I haven't seen Shang-Chi. Well, I mean, you hate martial arts movies, so. <laughs> yeah, I sure do. <laughs> that one's coming, again, that, that one's coming November to Disney+, Plus. so. You uh, so you shouldn't have to wait long, assuming that you're not going to go to the theaters for it. I am not. Okay. Uh, so, um, anyways, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to have gotten that out of the way because I felt like I was remiss by by not having gone out and seen it. I just, I it came out in the middle of all the stuff, and I, I didn't want to deal with it. Um, so yeah, now now I've now I've seen all twenty five movies, twenty four movies. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how many it is now. Uh, and all the, all the TV series, which is what I want to talk about next. Uh, so What If has concluded. Um, oh, shit. I got to catch up on those two. Oh, my gosh. So, what if Jeff actually watched them? <laughs> yeah. What, nope. if? what if? The universe would collapse in upon itself. That's what I've learned from What If. Uh, so, uh, you know, without spoiling anything, uh, you know, I... I liked what went on in the, the last couple episodes. The I think I mentioned last week, but the the seventh episode um, was my my favorite. Um, and then you know we have eight and nine, uh, but uh, eight and nine have, have some cool stuff going on as well. There, there's definitely a larger conversation to be had about the series as a whole, which I don't want to get into here because uh, it would take too long. But also, you know, not everybody's seen it. Uh, but overall, I, I I did enjoy the series. Um, of all the series that you know we've that they've done that they put out this year, uh, and this one is obviously the going to be the easiest to do again, um, just because with the animation, um, you know, there's not like a real like none of the stuff is getting put in the theaters, so they can kind of do it at, at a more reasonable pace if they wanted to. Uh, you know, they don't even need the actors. Like a lot of the characters, um, are, are not that, that a lot of the actors that, that did these characters are not there, uh, which is somewhat disappointing. Like some of them are pretty understandable. So like, uh, Black Widow shows up a lot in these episodes of, of What If, and it's all Lake Bell, um, who, <laughs> who, uh, is, is a, is a great actress and, and voice actor in, in her own right. Um, and she's, and she's good. She's fine. Uh, but still, it's it's not Scarlett Johansson. Um, same thing goes for Chris Evans and and uh, uh, RDJ. Uh, but you get a lot of um, get a lot of Nick Fury uh, with Sam Jackson doing it. Uh, you get a lot of Chris Hemsworth um, doing it. Uh, I feel like um, Tom Hiddleston's Loki is just about in every episode, <laughs> and he's yeah. doing the voice for for all of it. Uh, and, and so on. Mark Ruffalo shows up. Um, you know, Jeremy Renner shows up, uh, and, and a lot of other characters. And I think a fun thing that I think they've done in all these episodes is, uh, like, they they pull in a lot of like smaller side characters and give them a lot more to do in all these. And they they typically bring the actor that did them with it, uh, which which I think is is, is pretty cool. Um, so yeah, and then uh, I'm pretty sure it's. Uh, um, God, I have brains mush tonight. Um, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's Chadwick Boseman. Um, I think for the whole 
every time his character shows up and he shows up multiple times spoilers oh yeah I think so too yeah I think it's him uh, the whole way so that that's kind of a cool um, send off that he was able to, to finish it out um so yep yep recommend it recommend all of it <laughs> I'm a sucker for this stuff uh, if I rank it so far um of of all the series it's probably my least favorite um but I it's almost comparing apples and oranges because uh, because just what they're going for with this is so different than the other three mm-hmm. um but but I still enjoy it a lot so uh Yep, what if? Uh, and that's all I wanted to, to go over. Um, Alex, anything you want to mention? Uh, yeah, I started watching uh, Star Wars Visions. Have you guys seen any of these? Have not. No, Damn. what are they? Uh, they're kind of like the Animatrix, except none of these, of course, none of these are canon. So everybody's, you know, there's a lot of people already flipping out about this shit. It's like, no, they're not canon. They're just individual Star Wars stories from different anime studios. So you get some like really batshit crazy stuff, and it's a lot of fun, uh, a lot of really amazing art, different animation styles for almost every story, and so far they're great. Um, I've seen the first two, uh, the the duel, and um, uh, I forgot the name of the other one, but it has to do with like Rock and Roll Jedi, I think it's called. Rock and, and Roll Jedi. That's right. <laughs> Uh, and they range from like poignant to just action packed to insanity <laughs> to like uh, the one from Trigger Studios, the twins. It's just oh my gosh, a treat, a feast for the eyes. That one. Uh, but yeah, they do some crazy stuff. And the thing that I really like is that they're really shaking up the Star Wars formula with this. Uh, I think it's what. Star Wars needed, just, you know what, just go crazy, do something, and hopefully this will inspire better, like, mainline stories uh, for for Star Wars going uh, forward from here. But yeah, so far, it's, it's great. I'll try it out. I'm sure I won't like it. Yeah, I'm sure you won't. Was <laughs> this droid wearing a straw hat? They can't have it. Why are they in feudal Japan? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. Okay. Uh, anything else, Alex? Sounds, uh, sounds interesting. Yeah, it's super cool. Uh, speaking of Star Wars, uh, because it's the <laughs> October, I started playing uh, Battlefront 2, the Ewok Hunt. Man, that is <laughs> the most stressful Star Wars thing I've ever played. It's terrifying. Have you guys played it on Battlefront 2? Uh, I have I've played Battlefront 2, but not that. The last Star Wars game I played was not not counting the Old Republic. Was Knights of the Old Republic. So Mhm. Yeah, well, it's great. It's it's a unique mode where you either get to you randomly get picked to be either on the Stormtrooper side or on the Ewok Ewok side on the Forest Moon of Endor and it's completely like if you're on the Stormtrooper side you're, you're, you're it's an uphill battle my friend it's pitch black you only have your flashlight for like a, min- a limited time before you get to recharge it it's all in first person and you have to survive long enough for a shuttle to get there to get you all out while you're in this middle of this Ewok village with a bunch of other players as Ewoks just killing you from the shadows they're just throwing rocks at you <laughs> well they throw wisties at you uh, if you'll remember, like the Wistie from the uh, Ewok Adventure, 
the little sprites. Yeah. They throw a bag of those to distract you, and then they can they, they can uh, the Ewok because you can play as the Ewoks as well. Especially if you die as a stormtrooper, you come back as an Ewok to take out the rest of the stormtroopers. So this you is, get, so like, this is just like a zombie mod, right? Kinda. <laughs> uh, but with Ewoks, you I mean with stormtroopers, you just get the flashlight and your gun, and that's it. You can there's some other stuff to pick up if you're lucky enough to find like a supply box. But with the Ewoks, you actually get abilities. You get the horn to boost your stats a little bit. You get the wisties to throw kind of like a grenade, and that distracts the uh, stormtroopers. You can't do, like, fire or move very fast when those are uh, around you. And you get, like, uh, predator vision, where you can see where all the players are for a limited time. It's great. But the the trade-off is that the... um, the Ewoks, of course, have low health, and you only get a, a spear, so you have to get in real close. You have to sneak up real close to stab stormtroopers in the back. It's awesome. Wamba. Yeah. <laughs> yub yub. <laughs> so I recommend, if you have uh, Battlefront 2, give it another shot. Go play if, Ewok Hunt. If, you, if you're if you the Ewoks and you win, do you, do you, like, do you celebrate? Do they go through the whole... No, they don't go through the whole thing because they got to start another game. But they do cheer. Ah, They don't sing Yub Nub. Aww. I know. Yeah. But yeah. Go play it, people. All right. Uh, anything else, Alex? Nope. That's it for me. All right, Jeff. Um, not much. I rewatched Kill Bill between last recording. Good, good couple of movies there. Nice. Um, and I don't know if I mentioned last week the Book of Boba Fett. Speaking of Disney Plus and Star Wars, that's oh, coming yeah. out uh, December twenty ninth. So got something to do over the the last bit of your holiday there. Mm-hmm. Wonder if uh, the Hawkeye show is going to end before Christmas. Ooh, yeah. But then I also see on this cat can't be right though. If you search Obi Wan series release date, it says January first. There's no way they have two of their shows running at the same time. I don't so, think so. Yeah, so that, not that's from the same franchise wrong. at least. Right. So I don't think that's true. But um, I know if next year, so Book of Boba Fett will bleed into to 2022. At some point you'll have Obi Wan and then the Andor series which could be good could be crap i don't know i'm afraid of the obi-wan one obi-wan one but we'll see it fears we drove it to the dark side yeah <laughs> uh that is all i got and this week i'm going to start playing dr junkenstein that's right we gotta oh, yeah. set up i gotta re-up <laughs> my xbox live just tell me when to go because i'm only getting a month yeah, i know <laughs> Yeah, that's, like I said, you bring up a good point. I might might have expired. I don't know. I fully loaded it the last time I did it, so it's three years. It's been three years since I played Xbox. <laughs> I don't think it's been that Jeez, long. Yeah, uh, I got to reinstall fucking Overwatch. Yeah, all the games. Like you even mentioned Battlefront Two. That thing takes forever to install. All those games do. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Hey, I just got this new game. I'll play it in two weeks. Just overnight it. Yeah. Could, could be worse. Could be what, is it Battlefield? That's like a hundred something gigs. Oh yeah. Is that modern? And you'd modern also player? be playing Battlefield. So. Yeah, I know. 
One of those two is the super huge. 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 That's All right, is that it? Version. Yeah. I think we're good. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Please go to patreon.com slash Hans a shot first. Go to our... I, th- I think we're starting to use our social media again. Alex, how's yeah. that going? Yeah. Heck yeah. I'm posting every once in a while. All right. So go to the Facebooks, the Twitters, the Instagrams, the uh, MySpaces, and all that stuff. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, maybe there'll be some social media stuff there. Yeah. I don't know. Mostly Twitter. That's all right. for me right now. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Watch out for triangles. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.